the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Greetings to you. Thanks for coming along for the Thursday edition of The Ride Home. Kath, um, here we are on radio, and uh, you got a winter coat on, it looks like. Is it's it a winter not coat? a winter coat. No, See, well, I mean, it, does, it is kind of fluffy, mm-hmm. but I was cold in here yesterday. Right. So, But it was it was very warm when I came in, and I've been moving a lot of boxes, mm-hmm. so I was wearing a sleeveless shirt, and on my way out the door, I thought, you know what? Better grab something. I should probably grab that. Mm-hmm. A little chilly. A little but chilly. maybe by 6 o'clock, now that we've talked about it, it'll turn out to be like 90 in here. It might be. It's happened in the past. So it's just, it could happen again. I was coming up on the elevator today, and uh, I heard two guys talking about occupancy rates. Oh, in office buildings? Yeah. And they weren't, you know, they weren't part, they weren't connected. Somehow they had a real estate thing and they were bemoaning. It was a couple of things. It was interesting to be in an elevator. elevator With somebody else. With two strangers. Right. And also to hear their conversation. They didn't care if I was there or not. They were just having the conversation. And they were saying, most office, what'd you hear? Well, I'm here. The most office buildings are somewhere between 35 and 40% full, Hmm. which gives you pause, doesn't it? 30, that's a long way to go. I drove past a building yesterday. Uh, I think it was in the Strip. I did a lot of driving yesterday, so I think it was in the Strip. But it was like you know a brand new building mm-hmm. and you know office space available. And I thought, oh, is that coming out uh, on two seven? Okay, is that where I saw it? I thought it, it says was luxury, luxury office, office space and available. I think good luck with that, I, my friend. I know, right? I know it. Who's going back? We're here. Listen, it's good if you. We were so scared to go back after COVID because we were so set in what we were doing, doing the show from home, yeah, and we were done. on Zoom, and we were. But once better. we were back, it's just much better. Much, much better. It's really, really, really much is. better. Missed everybody's. Well, there's Christy shaking her head. Yeah, except in Christy agreement. doesn't think so. No, she. <laughs> Christy's like, why do I have to spend this much time with these two guys? Every day. Yeah, no. Every darn day. <laughs> I, I miss it. I, there's so many things have changed. I miss. Yes. There, a lot of things have changed since really before do. COVID. For sure. I mean, the people across the hall, there's literally one person in that suite. And that poor person. What are they spending? I don't know. But that one poor person is just very. Very isolated. One person. I mean, it's like a, very, very you could easily fit 40 people plus in that space over there. Anyway, God yeah, bless us. I think it's probably worth saying that um, the last two days we've been talking a lot about the shooting in Texas. As we well should. Everybody and praying it, as well. And praying and thinking has just been on our minds, on our hearts and everything. <sighs> yeah. um, but today, you know, we need to kind of take a step forward, you know, holding this with us and also talking about other things. This is just kind of the way that you stay sane you right. know what i mean and somebody tuned, tuned in yesterday and was like that's very sad it was a very sad i <laughs> said of course it is show i ever heard well, right, yeah, right. so you're, you're, you know, you're right we're doing that. a show we of course we don't want to ignore the tragedy the horror of those poor little baby kids uh, we, we need to and speak we'll talk about, about it on today's show but it's not going to be the 
centerpiece. Right, centerpiece right of the nice. show. Well, as we always do, Kathy, we get underway talking about the top news stories of the day. Today is no different. Please, without further ado, give us the top four at four. For Thursday, John, mm-hmm. May 26th, 2022. Speaking of Uvalde, Texas, more than a thousand people from the town leaned into their faith last evening as they gathered to listen to pastors offer messages of strength and salvation just 30 hours after the shooting. This is from the Wall Street Journal, a really good piece today. Pastor Tony Grubin of Baptist Temple Church said, God is here with us tonight. God still loves you, and God still loves those little children. Community members packed the stands. They were in aisles. They stood on the dirt rodeo floor where the ministers preached from the stage, alternating between Texas drawls and Spanish in the heavily Latino city of about 16,000. There were white cowboy hats. There were people wearing maroon T-shirts that said Uvalde Coyotes, which is the high school mascot. And there were a couple interesting quotes, John, I pulled from the piece in the journal. Christina Bingham, a high school sophomore, said this, I'm not that religious, but my mother wanted me to come to be a part of the community tonight. It helps to be here more than I thought it would. Amen. Jennifer Fry, who came with her husband and her two young children, she lives in the community, said, quote, The only way we can fix this country is to get down on our knees and humble ourselves before God. I am here to support this community and plead with God to heal our land. Number two. The 18-year-old who shot and killed the children in Uvalde, Texas, legally bought the weapon he used, law enforcement officials said today. Uh, The gentleman purchased two AR-style rifles at a local federal firearms licensee on May 17th and May 20th, according to the Texas Department of Public Safety. He also purchased 375 rounds of ammunition. In Texas, an individual between the ages of 18 and 21 can buy a long gun or rifle, such as an AR-15. Uh, With certain exceptions, an individual has to be 21 to buy a handgun, but carrying a gun in Texas required a permit until September of 2021 when a state law freed Texans from the permit requirement. Texas Governor Greg Abbott signed a bill last summer championed by gun rights activists that allowed for permitless carry. That's from CBS News. Number three. Millions of cans of baby formula will hit U.S. store shelves in the coming weeks, which is great news for everybody. Abbott Nutrition of Illinois plans to ship 300,000 cans of specialty formula, the FDA said today. But those supplies won't be released until after the company's plant in Sturgis, Michigan, reopens June 4th. On top of Abbott's shipment, there's a U.K.-based uh, organization called Kendall NutriCare is sending 2 million cans of formula to the U.S. And number four. The start wasn't that great, but the finish was great. The Pirates came back from a 4-0 deficit to beat the Colorado Rockies 10-5 yesterday afternoon at PNC Park, taking two out of three games in the series. They did win a series. That's why I'm bringing it up. I'm highlighting that the Pirates won a series. Dylan Peters got the win. Will Crow pitched nearly two innings of no-run ball. To continue, I like the youth movement. It's fun to see people come up and play their first Kids. game, right? Kids play. Yeri De Los Santos was brought up from AAA Indianapolis. He made his MLB debut yesterday afternoon, gave up a hit and a walk, but gained two strikeouts to finish the game. That's from Patricia Beninato at BucksDugout.com. And that, my friends, is your top four at four. Very nice. I mean, yeah, I, I get, it's easy to get sucked in. As a baseball fan, mm-hmm. you see these guys and you think, oh, that looks like fun. I, I want to watch. That's all. How about the kid that made his debut? I the, love it. Wasn't he great? Cal. I can't think of his name. What's his name? Cal. Uh, he was interviewed after the game. Yeah. Had a single in an RBI. What a great interview. Mm. He seems like a super smart kid. Excellent. Like, really has his head on straight. I really, 
was rooting for him Very after good. seeing that. I thought, I hope he, I hope this is the start of something big. For hey, him. speaking of the Pirates, uh, Chris Jamison's going to join us a little later yes, on in the is. show. We're going to talk about Faith Night. Faith Night coming up June fourth. Oh, we're going to give away some tickets as well. Um, can we give those tickets away today? Would that be all right? Okay, yeah, sure. Look at Christy's like, yeah. She's all enthusiastic. She's excited about it. Waving her hand around Mm -hmm. in there. Yes, she's saying thumbs up. I want to. Jumping in the studio. Yeah, so not right now, but maybe around the uh, Chris Jamison uh, conversation. Okay, so Chris Jamison coming up in uh, the 5 o'clock hour Mm -hmm. at 510. So why don't you stay with us and we'll give some tickets away after what? After we're done talking to Chris? Yeah. About 525. Very nice. Okay, so in the meantime, we'll take a quick break. Come back. Jerry Boyer is with us. Uh, And uh, let me just say this. If you're a person of a certain age... Oh, for crying You do not want to look at your 401k. (laughs) That's what I'm saying, okay? Because certain age and 401k, they do not go hand in hand considering where we are in this debacle of financial uh, turmoil we're in. Jerry Boyer is with us about that. I I would say he's a shareholder activist. He's going to stick it next. 101.5 WORD. Win an all-expense-paid trip for you and your family to attend Focus on the Family's Sea Life 2022 event in Colorado Springs, including round-trip airfare, three-night stay at Great Wolf Lodge, travel expenses, and event admission. Hear from Focus on the Family president Jim Daly, music from Phil Wickham, and a host of inspiring speakers. Don't miss your chance to see this pro-life moment. Enter the Focus on the Family Sea Life Getaway today. Click the Contests tab at wordfm.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7-365, find them online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, preferred. Hi. I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our To Have and To Hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HenneyJewelers.com. Henney Jewelers, your jewelers for life. Is your school a true partner in your child's education? They should be. Pittsburgh's Christian schools agree. If you're looking for a safe environment where kids can learn, challenge, and grow with highly qualified teachers who are not only caring but accessible, where academic excellence goes hand-in-hand with character development, consider Christian education. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Walnut Grove Christian School in West Mifflin. Visit wordfm.com slash tuitions. As a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. I'm Andrew Pawaski, General Sales Manager of Word FM. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh, we offer highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. To learn more about our open position, please email me at andrew at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. 
Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Mike Badalini for the Retirement and Income Radio Show, Saturday mornings at 1130 a.m. here on WORD. You can also call Mike Badalini now for your complimentary customized retirement and income kit and 115-page retirement and income book at 844-449-SAFE. That's 844-449-7233. Zoom is a wonderful thing. Yes, it is. Um, you know, I didn't use Zoom very much. Most of us probably didn't before COVID. But just now, we were able not only to welcome Jerry Boyer to the program, who's on Zoom. You can watch the show right now, the Right Home Streaming Live on YouTube at the Word Pittsburgh. But also, I think we saw Fort there for a minute, Jerry. Is that right? We did. Fort and Bross is around. He's right here. Fort. Nice. Down at my feet, Fort and Bross. Excellent. Get that dog what a, a bone. around, listening in. Mm-hmm. What a good boy. Very nice. Jerry Boyer is with guy. us. Jerry's a podcaster, Meeting of Minds, also an author called The Maker versus The Takers. And Jerry, I would say that you are also a shareholder activist. Is that a fair description? Yeah, I suppose. Um, although there's, there's kinds of uh, two, uh, two sorts of activists, right? There's some people who are activists in the sense that they kind of get their meaning from going out there and causing political change in the world. And I think there's also what you might call the reluctant activist mm. in the sense that um, I work in finance. My job is to help uh, build portfolios to make investment decisions. And, you know, funds are based on those. And then sort of along with that comes this responsibility. And what happens is most people who are investors, they invest in stocks uh, every year. They get a, something called a proxy statement. And it's just white paper and it's black print and it's all complicated and it's got fine print and they just throw it away. Um, and the fact is that that's actually power. That's authority. Hmm. Shareholders have authority. So what we decided to do is just to exercise that authority. Just like maybe you don't feel like going to the polls on election day, but you go anyway because you live someplace and sure. you're a citizen. And so you're as a shareholder, you're a citizen too. You're a shareholder citizen of the companies that you own. And that just became a, a sort of a, a, an attempt to use the influence that most people were throwing away. I see. Um, and, and partly I started talking about this a few years ago because I had this sense that corporate America was being influenced all in one direction and that there wasn't a biblical worldview being brought to bear there. Uh, sometimes there was a, a religious presence, but that religious presence was very much tied up with sort of a left-wing social justice agenda. Um, not, say, uh, biblical values. I'm not saying that the, the Bible's always on the right-wing side of things, but uh, it seemed to be left-wing ideology kind of driving the process. Um, and what's happened in the past, I would say, year or so, a lot of it has to do with Disney and the um, the Parental Rights and Education Act, uh, but at other things, you know, the, the banning of certain content from Twitter, uh, for example, and Facebook is now Christians have gotten very interested, but they've gotten interested in the sense of, hey, you know, the world's going to hell in a handbasket, kind of grumpy uh, interested or outraged in- interested, as opposed to, well, if the world is going to hell in a handbasket, why don't you reach out and grab the basket and try to pull it back? Um, so that's, you know, a lot of what I do these days is so much going on in these shareholder meetings. A lot of what I do is attend shareholder meetings like I did today, like, you know, like, um, uh, I'll do tomorrow. Uh, Lowe's is going to have a shareholder meeting and there's going to be a proposal on the ballot. And the proposal is designed to get Lowe's to threaten states, which pass heartbeat bills, 
if Roe versus Wade is reversed. Um, so they mentioned North Carolina, for example, which has, you know, which has protections for the unborn. And if Roe versus Wade is reversed, then, you know, you won't have reproductive health care in North Carolina. And the argument they're making is essentially it amounts to babies are bad for business. That if, you know, you have these extra babies, women are going to be out of the workforce, they're going to stay home with their babies, isn't that terrible? And you're going to have trouble recruiting women to work for Lowe's. By the way, Walmart has a similar resolution next week. Now, the argument is ludicrous. Of course, babies aren't bad for business. Everybody who works for a business used to be a baby. (laughs) Everybody who buys from a business used to be a baby. Quite a lot of the working at a business is done on behalf of babies. You know, people go to work to help feed the babies at home. Uh, So, you know, it's really a lot of life is about babies. And and all of life starts out as babies. Um, And states that are growing actually have population growth. And pro-life states tend to have more growing population. So, of course, it's absolute nonsense. The babies are bad for business. But it's such a stretch. Why do they get away from Why do they get away with it? Yeah. Because they're engaged and we're not. So where was the proposal from the Christians Mm -hmm. saying, hey, let's have a study about the risk of doing business in states that have abortion on demand through the through the end of pregnancy and what that might do to population rates and, and future customer bases? We're not driving the agenda at all. And we're barely even responding to their agenda, but at least we're starting to respond to their agenda. That's fabulous. Um, so, Jerry, so I've already done a no vote on that on both of them, and I'll be showing up at the meetings. Um, I, but we Christians, it needs to be like more than one or two people for right. Christians showing up at these meetings. Okay, so Jerry, so as you came in, Cass said, "Hey, we see Jerry Boyer's dog because you're on Zoom." Now, the pandemic, as horrific as it's been, through the power of the pandemic, and now Zoom. You know, in the old days, you had to hop on a plane and go to New York City or to Los Angeles or wherever to go to a shareholders meeting. Now these meetings are being held. On Zoom, so anybody, if you're a shareholder, if you own stock in a certain company, you can go to a shareholders meeting sitting in your living room, which you and your wife Susan do, as you're describing, on a regular basis. Absolutely, a couple of meetings today. Well, we've probably done six meetings this week. Wow! Um, you double click, you go to that piece of paper, you take it out of the garbage, you threw it away, and there's a little number there. It says control number. Type that in. You type in your name, and there's a little box there, and what is what is your question? And you type your question into that little box. And often, sometimes they'll let you ask your question verbally. So sometimes there's a Q and A period, and you can speak. Um, it's not through Zoom. They have like they have their own. There's a company called Broadridge that does most of these. Um, it's really pretty simple to use. Um, I, I, I attended the Disney meeting, and all of the questions were from one side. Uh, so it's really time for us to kind of get engaged you know, on these issues. And right now, abortion is a big one. There's a, there's this slew of proposals that are about abortion and it's driven by Roe versus Wade. And by the way, why not be preemptive about this? You know, a memo was, was leaked uh, regarding the Dobbs, the Dobbs um, case where it looks like Roe versus Wade is going to be reversed. Hallelujah for that. Yes. That's a wonderful thing. Okay. So The the other side, they're already working on the companies like crazy. What are you going to do? Let's have it ready. You know, let's have the public statement ready for the day that it actually is reversed. Here's that we're going to have a a statement and you're all going to sign the statement. And hey, uh, maybe you should offer the benefit of free rides to get 
your baby aborted. Like if you have to leave the state, if you have to leave Texas to abort your baby, then, hey, Yelp will pay. That's a, that's a benefit. It's like some kind of weird reverse of a health benefit. It's like, you know, they, I, I know corporations have death benefits, but um, this is a weird kind of take on a death benefit. They're causing a death. Um, so where are we? Um, Christians should be out ahead saying, I'm working on a piece right now to, to send to these companies that basically says, listen, looks like Roe versus Wade is going to be reversed. Stay out of it. If you, if you are tempted to, if, if somebody cajoles you into coming out against that, you're the CEO of a business, you know, hey, Target or whatever, or you're a banker, you know how to do that. You're not a constitutional law expert. You're not a moral arbiter. Stick to your day job. Um, so let's get out of reactive and a sort of preactive to say in advance, we're watching you and there will be consequences if you decide to go with where the activists pull you. Um, and by the way, while we're at it, tell me how in the world fewer customers is better for your business, mm. because that's what abortion is. I mean, it's a moral abhorrent thing at every level, but at the bare commercial level, it is fewer customers. No business grows with fewer customers. Jerry Boyer's with us, host of the new podcast, Meeting of the Minds, also author of the book, The Maker Versus the Takers, What Jesus Really Said About Social Justice and Economics. Uh, Jerry, I'm glad you brought that up um, at the end there because, you know, I'm thinking about, I always have like part of my mind trying to imagine what, you know, the what different listeners are thinking and the different perspectives they come from. And so we have people who listen to the show who are pro-choice, people who are, you know, from the Democratic side, Republican side, pro-choice, pro-life, whatever, but people who are interested in the God conversation, right? Um, And so they hear this and they're like, oh, here we go. This is another group of Christians who are like talking about like abortion. It's the only thing that matters, blah, blah, blah. But I think what you said at the end is something that I wish more people would would think of and we could all agree on. Why does Target have to have an opinion on abortion? Or why does Walmart have to have an opinion on LGBTQ rights? It doesn't – the corporate advocacy, regardless of your perspective, I just don't think it's good for anybody. No, and the polling data is overwhelmingly that the public – Republicans and Democrats would really prefer that corporations stay out of it. Shut up. This is not your area of expertise. You know, do the widgets. We'll do the voting. Um, And there's increasingly an attempt to use the corporations as political clubs. So here's the thing. Hey, if you if you're pro-abortion or pro-choice, and I do understand there's a distinction, um, but if you're if that's your position, then win elections, Mm -hmm, um, win control of state legislatures, and then you can have pro-abortion policies in your state. Or win presidential elections and win Senate seats so you can have the Supreme Court go your way. But that hasn't happened. Most states believe that all of the states were were overrun by Roe versus Wade. Roe versus Wade was incredibly anti-democratic. So a lot of my friends on the left, they like to talk about democracy a lot. And January 6th was an insurrection against democracy and Russia hacked our democracy, et cetera, et cetera. OK, democracy gave us restrictions on abortion. The Supreme Court, five people gave us all of your votes don't count anymore in the state legislatures. There's going to be one policy in America and it's abortion on demand. So if I'm, I'm, I'm a Democrat, I'm Democratic 
I think that the that the electoral process ought to decide the abortion question. And that's what overturning Roe versus Wade would do. It would put it back in the electoral process. Um, but they haven't won in the electoral process, which is why they're afraid. And they haven't, they're not even winning in the Supreme Court, which is why it's likely to be reversed because it was terrible law. So now what they're trying to do is use their hyper organization in the corporate proxy world to get these very powerful entities called corporations um, to override what the democratic process is producing. If I were a man of the left, uh, if I were a liberal, I would think that's a terrible thing. So, Jared, what you're describing is, I mean, people think, you know, democracy runs the ballot box, of course. But you're describing democracy through a capitalist venture by showing up at shareholders meetings, both in many ways have equal power, equal strength. Yes. And I would say that corporations are arguably maybe more powerful than governments in many ways, Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm a free market conservative, which means I think that markets are really efficient. Right. So they're very efficient. So they're very efficient for doing well and they're very efficient for doing badly. Right. Um, So that efficiency can be a good or a bad thing. So I don't really think we ought to neglect corporations as part of our public witness. Um, We're all hepped up about politics. And, you know, I think that the world is probably divided between Christians who care too little about politics and Christians who care too much about politics. Uh, Politics is something, but it's not everything. But to the degree that we want to have cultural influence, I would say those who are engaged culturally, those who want to resist the rot of modern culture are hyper focused on political elections and not focused on corporations at all, except like bragging about boycotts, which we never follow up on or having sin screen investments which said, well, you can't invest in Disney because they have a gay pride parade uh, and that's evil as opposed to you can invest in Disney, but tell them at the annual shareholder meeting that you don't really like them taking sides on these culturally divisive issues. Very good. Check out Jerry Boyer's new podcast called Meeting of the Minds. We're going to continue our conversation with Jerry when we come back. Let's talk about the uh, recent stock market collapse. Uh, John said before the break, people of a certain age shouldn't take a look at their 401k right now. Scares me, We'll talk to Jerry about how we got here next. In the ride home. If your summer plans include a new job, let Express Employment Professionals help. Visit ExpressPros.com for good local jobs in a variety of roles. With 850 locations, your local Express team is ready to help you find your next job. Go to ExpressPros.com. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers, and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. If a super flexible schedule, great benefits, paid time off, and a signing bonus sound good, consider NAMS Transportation. NAMS has provided safe transportation to northern Allegheny County and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Van drivers start at $17 an hour, sedan drivers at $14 an hour, plus a $2,000 signing bonus for part-time drivers and a $4,000 signing bonus for full-time. Must be 25 or older, no CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. Towels just don't seem to dry you anymore. They feel soft and luxurious at the store, but then you get them home and they don't absorb. 
Well, Mike Lindell at MyPillow found out that about 2006 towels changed forever. They started importing them and they added softeners and other things to the cotton that made them feel really good, but they didn't work. He found the best towel company right here in the USA. They have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work. They're all made with USA cotton, and they come with a MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. A six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths made with USA cotton, regularly $109.99, now just $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels. Enter promo code word or call 800-391-0954 but right now mypillow.com promo code is word it's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the kindness challenge each day for 30 days we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others on june 1st you could win five thousand dollars and a deserving organization will also receive five thousand dollars in your name you can make a difference in others lives when you enter the kindness challenge enter the kindness challenge today at wordfm.com listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com the word fm app iheart tune in and on odyssey in your car or at home too at 101.5 wordfm pittsburgh hear that sound it's priceless because in every heartbeat there's information that could change the way we think about heart health heartline is an app-based research study from johnson and johnson in collaboration with Apple, where you can share your heart information and earn rewards for completing study activities. Building knowledge that could advance heart health for everyone, beat by beat by beat. If you're 65 or older and have an iPhone, you could be eligible to take part. Go to heartline.com visit to learn more. The Heartline Study. Know your heart. Overcast skies for tonight with a thunder shower this evening, followed by periods of rain and a thunderstorm, late low 63. Mostly cloudy tomorrow with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm, high 75. Cloudy tomorrow night with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm, mainly early, below 57. Saturday, we'll start the holiday weekend with times of clouds and sun and a shower in the area, mainly early in the day. We'll reach a high Saturday of 71. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Happy to be talking to Jerry Boyer, even though I believe I've been calling his podcast by the wrong name. Jerry, is it Meeting of Minds? Yes. Yeah. Meeting I, of Minds. What is it? Meeting I, of Minds with Jerry Boyer, I think is what it's called. He has to ask his assistant. His wife. <laughs> to clarify what the name of the podcast is. I've been calling it Meeting of the Minds, which is just incorrect. And so I'm sorry about that. I was in, I was inserting that article and I do apologize, Jerry. No no problem. I can't remember what it is. That's I can't good. really Terrific. expect you. All right. All right, Jerry. So, uh, calf promo this. I mean, you know, everyone's been watching the stock market melt down. I don't have the courage to go look at my my, my money. Uh, please uh, talk to us about the market, and it's a debacle right now. Is there a silver lining? Is there some good news in all this? Well, uh, there's some good news in the sense that having gone through this, you know, really s- serious correction, stocks are are more attractively valued. Mm-hmm. So going forward, they tend to perform better when they're more attractively valued. Um, But I would just say, um, if you're not retiring next week or next month or next year, um, I would ignore your stock market returns, right? Uh, I mean, if if you're appropriately allocated, uh, it's really, it's it's a big problem, uh, I think, in in terms of uh, that financial advisors face. And I talk to a lot of financial advisors. I mostly work with advisors is that their client, you, you talk to the clients and you say, how, how much risk can you take? 
And generally, clients say describe themselves as not very risk averse, but they really are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, sure. um, in general, if the advisor is doing his or her job properly, they will not have money of yours in the stock market that you need soon. In which case, what does it matter what it's doing now? What matters is what it's doing when you need it. But people have trouble emotionally detaching themselves from fluctuations in the performance of the market that are not relevant to them in in terms of their needs because retirement is years off, um, and yet they just can't detach from it. Um, And so, I I mean, the best thing is to be able to detach emotionally, which allows the financial professional to take enough risks that they have a good chance of getting you a good return. But the, the, I mean, Socrates got some things right. One of them is know thyself. Be honest. If you can't stand the volatility, you don't wait until the stock market is going down to discover that you can't stand the volatility. <laughs> Admit it in that initial meeting with your financial advisor or yeah. your annual checkup and say, you know what? I just have to admit I can't take month by month or year by year underperformance or volatility. So I want you to put me in something that doesn't move around a lot, even though I understand that that's probably less likely to get me a good return over the long run. I just have to know myself and know that my emotional health is part of the equation. The anxiety, the agita comes when people are thinking they it's allocated as though it's long term money but it's evaluated emotionally as though it's yeah, short-term need money. Good. Right, right. That's interesting. So you're, you're describing a financial advisor who also in some ways is a therapist. Oh, absolutely. I, I think financial advisors are more therapists than therapists are. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a, you know, Tom Wright, N.T. Wright tells a, a story about, he, he was talking to a therapist who um, relayed a story about a man he had talked to. And they had talked about every aspect of this man's sexual life, all his experimentation in college and everything he's done and affairs and all of those things. That was part of the therapy process. And at one point money came up and the, and the therapist said, well, what's your annual salary? And the man said, that's kind of a personal question. (laughs) (laughs) Because money might be the main shame zone and fear zone and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Um, so you bring up a good point here. So for a lot of people, I mean, you know, I really appreciate that as you join us because you give us very complex things and break it down for the common person. But people and their money, especially the first foray into looking for a financial advisor, is like the worst dating aspect anyone can Mm -hmm. engage in. Yes. And there's all sorts of emotional baggage. Um, And that emotional baggage is not part of the general evaluation process. Now, what happens is wise and experienced financial advisors, they kind of internalize. So they might sit down with a client and say, well, how how risk tolerant are you? And the husband will probably say, very risk tolerant. And the wife will look at them, right? So a smart advisor will say, are you sure that you're risk tolerant? Let's say the stock, let's say that your portfolio went down 30% in the next year. Could you stand that and really get them to face themselves? Because, because, I mean, a good financial advisor knows that he is saving or she's saving herself later a lot of phone calls, Mm. you know, and a lot of complaints and lost clients, right? Because the client will say, oh, I'm okay if it goes down 30%, I can handle it. And then it goes down 5% and they lose their head and they fire the advisor. Um, so advisors have kind of learned to, some have learned to discern in advance. 
See, I don't really think you can be a really good investor um, unless you have the fruit of the spirit in your life, which would include contentment and would include patience. Um, so I, I've wanted to write this for a long time. I haven't had a chance to, but I mean, if you look at the characteristics of the best investors, they correlate pretty well with the fruit of the spirit. Just like in every other aspect of life, being patient, having contentment, having love, uh, these things, uh, you know, are yeah. additive to every aspect of life. Um, and if you're hearing that right now and you're saying, ah, filthy lucre, blah, 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 you're already signaling to yourself that you have a dysfunctional relation, a spiritually dysfunctional relationship with wealth in that you can't have a non-emotional conversation about it. Um, and one of the things I do, I, I write for Christian Post and I edit the business page and I look at the comments section because I'm a, you know, uh, uh, I, what, what's the, the word? I'm beating up on you're, this. Right, you're I'm a masochist. I'm a masochist, right? I'm a masochist, so I read the comments. The Christian conversation about money is really broken. Mm. So there's a whole part that's prosperity gospel of God loves you, you're rich, and if you're rich, God loves you. And then there's a whole lot of people who just are constantly banging on about greed as if all money discussion is greed. There are non-greedy uses. You can have whole conversations about money that do not invoke greed. They can invoke responsibility and diligence, a diligence, prudence, responsibility conversation. Um, and that, and people get really, it's really interesting how wrapped up they get in either a loving money a lot or signaling their righteousness by doing nothing but talking about how bad money is, right. as opposed to just being a grown up who's thinking about your co- kid's college education or your grandkids and your retirement, if you're going to retire and your charitable giving and just being responsibly a responsible manager of the gifts that God has given you. That's the conversation that we need to have. And the fruit of the spirit is really the kind of the basis of that. And it starts with patience and not being dominated by fear. I know that fear isn't exactly one of them, but it's kind of in that zone. If you're dominated by fear, you're a bad investor. If you're dominated Mm -hmm. by fear of losing money, there's a high probability that you'll get worse returns because you'll get out at exactly the The wrong wrong time. time. Mm -hmm. You'll get in when it's high. You'll get out when it's low as opposed to the opposite, which is the the better discipline. Wherever you buy your books, you can find The Maker versus The Takers, what Jesus really said about social justice and economics. We're talking to author Jerry Boyer, who's going to join us in our next segment as well. Um, Let's take a break and come back and talk about Twitter and Elon Musk. Fascinating individual, um, even more fascinating conversation happening around that right now. So stay with us. 101.5 WORD. After 40 years of wandering in the wilderness, the children of Israel are ready to cross the Jordan and get what God promised them. Here's some great strategies for entering the land from two faithful spies and find out what crossing the river means to each of us as well. Join us as we continue our five-year journey through the Bible. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. I remember getting tacos for a quarter in high school. Today. Taking my nieces out for tacos demands a quarter of a paycheck. Buying gas is a gas. Buying Gatorade takes financial aid. Buying clothes has me watching knitting videos. And I thought about cutting my own hair until I saw the price of safety scissors. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. And prices are up everywhere. Meaning the pressure is up for a lot of us. One thing that we're seeing a lot of listeners do to try to help is a cash out refinance. Home values have gone through the roof. 
meaning most of us could cash out that extra value in our homes to use for life. I had a listener last week that was over the moon with her situation. She said she was going to use the extra cash to pay off all of her debt, do something special for her kids, and then just save the rest to fight these crazy price booms. If you're curious what that might look like for you, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Creation Festival 2022 is your summer destination. June 29th through July 2nd at Agape Farm, Shirley'sburg, PA. Featuring Zach Williams, We the Kingdom, Bethel Music, Newsboys, Dante Bow, Red, and many more. Creation Festival, a tribute to our creator. Come for the day or the entire event and go home changed. Compassion International presents Creation Festival. Get half-off tickets now while they last exclusively at wordfm.com slash creation. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. Called her and everybody that I had sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, There would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. We really enjoy our time with Jerry Boyer. Jerry joins us on a regular basis and highly recommended. You find Jerry. He's on Facebook. He's on Twitter, Town Hall, you name it. He's got a really strong online presence. Also, he's the host of a podcast called Meeting of Minds. Jerry's book is called The Maker Versus the Takers, What Jesus Really Said About Social Justice and Economics. So Elon Musk... Uh, has every time he, <laughs> he comes out of the woodwork, he does something interesting. There's no question about it. Whether you like it or you don't like it, it's certainly remarkable. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Musk has said in the past he does not like how Twitter has utilized its, uh, what it, it calls its, uh, responsibility to, you know, steward the truth. He doesn't think that they're actually stewarding the truth. And so he decides he's going to buy the company. However, he says, wait a minute. Uh, it looks like 20%, 20, that's such a high number, 20% of the accounts on Twitter are bots. Um, the president of Twitter says, no, 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 it's not 20, it's five. So the truth is somewhere maybe between five and 20. Um, talk to us about the deal, Jerry, and talk to us about, um, I don't know, online truth uh, monitoring in general and Elon Musk. Well, I, I don't trust online truth monitoring. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe in truth. I think truth is a real thing. Um, but I'm influenced by the uh, Puritan poet, John Milton, who wrote Paradise Lost. Um, but he also wrote an essay called Arapagetica, in which he mm-hmm. argued that truth is so strong that a free market for ideas, it'll win out. Let, let, it, let it go out there and fight for let itself. It, it, let it be let loose, he said, right? Yes, exactly. Um, and I, I, I mean, I think that serves us well. Um, and I also the issue is when you have people who are arbiters of truth, 
that's fine if they're really if they have a commitment to truth. But the people who will become arbiters of truth will inevitably tend to be not people who are committed to truth, but people who are good at accumulating power. And I don't think there's actually much correlation between the skill set of accumulating truth and the skill set of accumulating power. Mm. So bureaucrats get themselves into positions where they accumulate power and then they decide what truth is. But what happens is they really are aligned with other power bases. Uh, So we just did a a vote on a proposal today, which um, was put forward by somebody who I think made a made a good point with a social media company, which is we would like you to tell us when you have adopted a policy of removing content from your platform because some government agency requested it, not because it was a legal requirement. If the CDC said to you, we don't want anything on out there that questions the efficacy of vaccines, we want you to disclose that to us as shareholders um, because we want to know when you're following power. Now, I happen to think that vaccines have a lot of efficacy, but I want to decide that for myself. I don't want some curator at Twitter to be told by some bureaucrat what I'm allowed to hear Mm. or what I'm allowed to read. I'm with John Milton. And you know what? If we're babies, we really can't handle it and we're not going to be able to find our way to truth. Okay, well, better start growing up now. Um, And we're not going to grow up unless we hear all of these things and are forced to have to evaluate them. I understand there's a lot of junk on the Internet, but I think that creating a kind of ministry of truth will not decrease the amount of junk on the Internet. I think it'll just mean there's only one kind of junk rather than several kinds of junk. And I think it will infantilize us. Uh, it'll, for a lot of people, it'll be, well, if it's here, I can trust it. And it'll also create a group of radicals who are ready to believe every crackpot theory because the fact that they're suppressing it must mean it's true. Um, as opposed to everybody go out there, make our argument. Even God said, come, let us reason together. <laughs> if there'd be anybody who would have the authority to say, shut up and listen to me, yeah. uh, I'm just, I'm just going to tell you how it is. Uh, you know, omnis- omnipotence and omniscience himself says, I'm going to reason with you. Well, if God puts himself in a position where he feels that he, it's his obligation to reason with us, um, that that's the way he wants to get his point across, then I think that the folks at Twitter um, ought to, <laughs> they shouldn't put themselves above God in that position. Right. They should allow everybody to reason things together and we'll have to grow through it. And yeah, there'll be a lot of junk out there. I mean, that's life for grownups. That's how it is. So then presuppose then that the, the deal that Elon Musk does by Twitter, one person coalesced, you know, amongst whatever that truth that he wants to present. Is this a good deal for us who love free speech, having Elon Musk by Twitter? Yes. Assuming that, I wouldn't assume it. The stock price indicates he won't do it um, mm-hmm. or he's going to talk it down. So if you have, if you know for sure that he's going to, that the deal's going to go through, you can make yourself a lot of money by buying Twitter stock right now. Um, I'm not so sure that the deal's going to go through. I've never been sure that the deal was going to go through. With with Elon Musk, you never know whether it's finance or performative theater. That's good. Um, and by the way, it's interesting. You know who's been hurt the most by this? Who's that? Tesla shareholders. Sure. Because Tesla's gone down a lot because a lot of people are saying, oh, I see. 
He's he's not he's going to uh, kind of avoid his day job. He's going to get involved with this fight over Twitter, a much smaller company. Uh, his hobby is going to take up all his time, and therefore he's not really going to be running Tesla very well. So I have some real doubts about Elon Musk as as a manager. He's a leader who's mm-hmm. I, I does not exactly exemplify to me the biblical model of a leader. He goes on Joe Rogan and smokes pot and the stock tanks, uh, um, but. Remember, Jerry, remember God the, can use people like that. Remember the, like, Sunday, remember the Sunday night? I think it was the Sunday night that he tweeted that he was going to take Tesla private. Do you remember that? He'd like tweeted. Yes. It was like off the cuff. It was like he was kidding. And like yes. all of a sudden it became a cataclysm in like 30 seconds. I mean, it's kind of, yeah, you, you're not quite sure whether it's a, an act you're watching or whether it's something serious that he's going to follow through on. Absolutely. And the history is acts. Um, you know, he does a lot more things he suggests he's going to do than he does. Um, but in the providence of God, it is wrecking the credibility of the ruling tech elite. Mm-hmm. And I don't really think that group deserves a lot of credibility. So whether he buys it, takes it private and makes it a free speech platform, or whether he intimidates them so much that they have to open up control or whether he discredits it so much that nobody believes it anymore, it really does amount to a d- diminution of their power to control what we think. So sometimes it takes, you know, Samson's uh, or mm. sort of crazy men, you know, out there that in the providence of God tear down the temples. Um, and you wouldn't necessarily put your bet on them and you wouldn't want to be like best friends and you wouldn't want to be necessarily Elon Musk business partner. But you can see how his kind of wild man stuff his kind of chaos stuff. It's a little bit like Trump. I know that's a very sensitive subject, um, but but you can look at, at President Trump and you can say, wow, there's some stuff that really was not a biblical leadership style. But on the other hand, sometimes a chaos agent can end up breaking things that really do deserve to be broken. If You don't have necessarily have to buy into their chaos to see that somehow in Providence, there's a gift that mm-hmm. that chaos may wreck things wreck the credibility of things that really had too much power that's really good and then it can't be a problem when you buy into the chaos (laughs) exactly yeah (laughs) what that's the problem right so you can say wow i'm glad that he's taking down this elite group or he's calling them out but then you kind of like join in emotionally and there you are chanting locker up or you're storming the capitol building say oh oh, hold on a second how do we get you don't don't need to join the madness (laughs) to recognize that somehow in god's plan Maybe somehow the madness will give a, create us an opportunity for Christians to step in and offer a real alternative Amen. rather than a chaos yeah. alternative. That's good. Jerry, we always, always appreciate your time with us. Uh, we're fans of your podcast, Meeting of Minds. You and your wife, Susan, do an excellent job. Talk, take a few seconds and talk to us about it and where people can find it. Uh, well, you can find it on Salem Podcast Network. Um, or you can go to meeting of minds pot, meeting of minds podcast.com. You can go to meeting of minds podcast.com. Um, also, if you just, if you just Googled podcast and Boyer and you leave the W in, I'm pretty sure you'll get it pretty quickly. Right. Uh, and we talk about everything that I'm interested in and I'm interested in everything. Fabulous. That's Jerry um, Boyer. We, That's B O W Y W. Yeah, B-O-W, nice. don't forget that. Excellent. Jerry, friend, always a great yeah, pleasure. Yeah, good to talk to you. Yeah. Tell Susan we said hi. Tell Fort, give him a pat on the head for Fort us. Kathy, say hi. Very Fort. nice. Kudos Thanks. to you guys. Very, hi. very good. Jerry Boyer, Meeting of Minds is the podcast. Also his excellent book, The Maker versus the Takers, what Jesus really said about social justice and economics. Jerry Boyer. If you have certain chronic conditions, such as heart disease, asthma, diabetes, and you're 19 years of age or older, 52, 36, 
42. You may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I'm going to ask my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. The Mechanical Services Company Trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems. Heating and air, our team has got you covered. Maintenance, service, installs and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. When it comes to your child's education, do you feel like you have a partner in your current school? Or is it more like you're on your own? As you look ahead to next year, now's a perfect time to consider a quality Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. Many of our area's finest Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Robinson Township Christian School. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com slash tuitions. And now a small business setback is assessed by a beloved family pediatrician. Oh, hey, Tiger. Big scary tree branch, give your work truck a boo-boo. Yeah. Wow. See this thing on my phone here? It's the Progressive Mobile app. Just push that little button there and report your claim. boy. When owning a small business gets painful, Progressive Commercial is here to make it all better. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at progressivecommercial.com. <gasps> What's this? Candy drawer? Who wants a lollipop? Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Covered subject to policy terms and conditions. Photo claims not available in all states or situations. As a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. I'm Andrew Pawoski, General Sales Manager of Word FM. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh, we offer highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. To learn more about our open position, please email me at andrew at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. We were at the Pirate Game. What was that night? Is that Monday Tuesday night? night? Monday night? Well, early this week. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, one of my kids was like, I'm going to have a hot dog. Which made me think of this story. Now, uh, this was uh, from the Trib uh, two days ago. A tractor-trailer driver, he was on Interstate 70 uh, in Ross Traver. He spilled more than seven tons of hot dog filler on the highway. Oh, my God. Which raises the question. What's in there? What is hot dog filler? And what does seven tons of hot dog filler look like on the roadway? Now, this uh, driver was uh, speeding near milepost 43. He lost control of the truck, drove off the right shoulder. He crashed. He was uh, injured uh, in a minor way. He refused medical treatment. Faulty brakes on the truck as well. But, man, hot dog filler? That can't be good. No, you showed me a picture 
at our pre-show meeting. Yeah. And it was scarring. Yeah. I'll just say that. That was a lot there. I mean, I like a hot dog. Mm-hmm. But Not anymore. when you think about it, right, you really think about it, you think there's not a whole lot of good there, is there? Now, there were many, many a time that we were at a ball game together yep. and you mocked me for getting sushi. Just think back mm-hmm. on those moments. Yeah, well, believe me, sushi at the ballpark is not a good idea either. a fine idea. I mean, it's kind of one or the other. It was a fine sushi idea. Sushi at the ballpark no. or a hot dog filler no, no, at the no, ballpark. Listen, I would diff. I don't know. Nakama had a nice stand, but yeah. then they left. You know, the pirates are generous. They allow you to bring in a bag of stuff. Can you bring in sushi in your bag? You could probably bring in anything in the bag. You as think? long as it yeah, as long okay. as it's not like, you know, you can bring in water but nothing else. But like a sandwich or peanuts or a bag of chips or I thought it was just peanuts and water. No, you could bring in your own that. stuff. So you can avoid the hot dog filler. I'm bringing sushi next time. I'm oh, telling please you. Do not. I am. You can buy that at the gas station. Maybe. Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Democrats' first attempt at responding to the back-to-back mass shootings in Buffalo and Nuvalde, Texas, has failed in the Senate. Republicans have blocked debate on a domestic terrorism bill that would have opened debate on domestic terrorism, hate crimes, and gun policy. The final vote, 47 to 47, short of the 60 needed to take up the bill. GOP Senator John Cornyn discussing legislation with Democrats in the wake of the school shooting in Texas. So this is an even more complicated situation. I'm afraid this young man was a ticking time bomb, but uh, I'm interested in trying to figure out what it is we might be able to do that would make that kind of event less likely in the future. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says he will give bipartisan negotiations two weeks to try to forge a compromise bill that would pass the Senate. This is SRN News. Stress. It never seems to end when you owe money to the IRS. What about the years of unfiled tax returns? Have you tried another tax service and gotten nowhere? Then you need Tax Alliance. Why? Years of being A-plus rated with a better business bureau with no consumer complaints sets them apart. Call 800-987-1054. That's 800-987-1054. Don't wait until the IRS attacks your wages, bank account, your home or pension, and even your Social Security check. Tax Alliance specializes in IRS tax relief programs, including the Fresh Start Initiative, which can finally free yourself from IRS debt. Their tax professionals can file returns, fight the IRS to substantially lower your IRS debt, or possibly even have it forgiven. If you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled tax returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call 800-987-1054. That's 800-987-1054. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution. I love seeing the transformation of a smile. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock. Voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. You don't have to do full mouth rehabilitation to really transform a patient's life. For a patient to be able to smile confidently and be happy with their own smile. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. How does the loss of memory affect our spiritual life? 
How can the church more effectively care for families touched by Alzheimer's? Find out June 16th as Trinity School for Ministry presents Experiencing Alzheimer's, Forgetful but Not Forgotten, a special event with Dr. Carol Harold, M.D. By improving our understanding of the changes in thinking and behavior caused by Alzheimer's, we can more effectively address the needs of those with it. Cost just $25. Register now at tsm.edu slash interterms. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. Overcast skies for tonight with a thunder shower this evening, followed by periods of rain and a thunderstorm late, low 63. Mostly cloudy tomorrow with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm, high 75. Cloudy tomorrow night with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm, mainly early, the low 57. Saturday, we'll start the holiday weekend with times of clouds and sun and a shower in the area, mainly early in the day. We'll reach a high Saturday of 71. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Portions of the following program have been pre-recorded. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Now, you might think the guttural reaction to the hot dog filler story has caused us to pre-record a segment <laughs> to recover, but it, really, that's not the case. That is not No, the we case. are here, we are live, and we are happy that you are with us here for the Thursday edition of The Ride Home. And... Uh, we de- we devoted our entire show yesterday to the, the, the massacre in Texas, and of course um, we'll c- continue to talk about it. But like you, I, I would imagine it, it's become part of your thought process, your prayer process over these last couple of days. It is oftentimes, and even though we're so far away, it's still in some ways too much to bear. You can't take it in. You just can't. I mean, the stories. I mean, I saw something today that um, Joe Garcia, who is the husband of Irma Garcia, who was one of the teachers who was killed in Uvdale, uh, has suffered a fatal heart attack. Joe and his wife, Irma, were high school sweethearts, married 24 years. They have left behind four children. That's unthinkable. It is. That is unthinkable. So those four kids... You lose two parents within two days of each other. And again, another byproduct of this mass shooting. I pulled out a uh, old issue of Christianity Today that I had set aside uh, after the Newtown massacre. That was in 2013. Because Philip Yancey wrote a piece in it that really not just touched me, but it opened my mind 
Um, and so much so, I don't usually keep magazines, but I kept this one. Mm-hmm. And so I went and found it today. Um, and I pulled it out and reread his article. And um, in case you want to read this, I bet you could find it online if you just uh, Google Easter Blooms in Newtown, uh, Why Tragedy Doesn't Have the Last Word by Philip Yancey from 2013. But I'm going to read a couple little bits of what uh, Mr. Yancey wrote because they gave me pause today. Um, and perhaps they will give you pause as well. He, he wrote this. And he was invited uh, by the Newtown community to speak to the parents. Really? Um, which is what uh, caused him to write the article. And so that's, that's the context in which this is written. He's, he writes, As I pondered what to say to the sorrow-drenched community, I felt my faith strangely affirmed, not shattered. Now, trust me, I know well the nagging questions about good and how a good and powerful God um, could do this. Those are the things that crop up when suffering strikes. But in Newtown, in my thinking, I was drawn back to Bishop Desmond Tutu's writings on his experience in South Africa. As head of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, he braced himself for a test of his theology, in part because good Christians, quote unquote, had carried out so many of the crimes in his country. And, of course, he heard story, John, after story, after story, right? Yet after two years of listening to these horrific accounts, Bishop Tutu came away with his faith strengthened, too. The hearings convinced him that perpetrators are morally accountable, that good and evil are real, and that they matter. Despite the relentless accounts of inhumanity, Tutu emerged from the hearings with this conviction, quote, For us who are Christians, the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ is proof positive that love is stronger than hate, that life is stronger than death, that light is stronger than darkness, that laughter and joy and compassion and gentleness and truth, all these are so much stronger than their ghastly counterparts. Later in the piece, he said that before traveling to Newtown, he writes, quote, I had read profiles of all the kids killed on that day in infamy. And John, I did that today. Looked at the photographs of all the children and the two teachers that were killed so I could see their faces and read about them. Yancey says, these lives were cut short after just six or seven years, but they had nonetheless left a mark. I read about their pets, their hobbies, their food allergies, their sports heroes. Later, I heard from portrait artists, quilt makers, sculptors who planned to memorialize each victim. The response to Sandy Hook, and of course the response to what we're seeing now in Texas, cries proof that no life, regardless of how short, is insignificant. Tragedy rightly calls faith into question, but it also affirms it. It is good news that we are not the random byproducts of a meaningless universe but rather creations a love of a loving God who wants to live for us and with us forever. This is the last part I'll read. Philip Yancey writes this. Christianity stakes its claim on the belief that God will one day finally conquer evil and death. Until that day of final resolution, the case against God must rely on incomplete evidence But in the meantime, we pray with Jesus that God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven, while at the same time we vigorously oppose the evil and suffering that oppose that will of God. The closing of the piece is 
thought-provoking. He says, for whatever reason, God has chosen to respond to our predicament, this predicament of life on earth, not by waving a magic wand to make evil and suffering disappear, but by joining us and absorbing it in his very person. So when we think about Jesus, he didn't lead a life of joy, right? A life of happiness. It says that he was a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. So for some reason that we cannot quite possibly imagine, God has chosen to not keep these things from happening, but instead has chosen to come here, live like us, and experience it. He's our hope for the future. WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. Do you understand the value of wisdom? The voice of wisdom is the voice of God. To neglect wisdom is to neglect God. To honor wisdom is to honor God. The blessings of wisdom are the blessings of God. Join Adrian Rogers and his series, A Word to the Wise, this month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. Urban Impact Foundation hosts the 10th Annual Man Up Pittsburgh Conference, June 11th at Victory Family Church in Cranberry, 7.30 to 3 p.m., a day to encourage men in their calling to love God, their wives, their families, and the fatherless in their communities. With Ryan Shazier, Mike Tomlin, Tony Dungy, Ed Glover, and over 25 powerful speakers to help you maximize your impact in your home, neighborhood, and city. Man Up Pittsburgh, June 11th. Register at manuppittsburgh.com. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills And it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. It's great for peace of mind. You can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. Studies show decades of increased taxpayer spending per student has failed to improve educational performance. Can't we do better? Pittsburgh's Christian schools say we can. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills. If you're looking for a safe environment for kids to learn where character matters and academic excellence is served by highly qualified teachers, consider Christian education. Visit wordfm.com slash tuitions. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On June 1st, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Enter the Kindness Challenge today at wordfm.com. 
Faith Night is June 4th this year. After a couple of year hiatus because of COVID and the pandemic and whatnot, we are thrilled that the Pittsburgh Pirates are once again presenting Faith Night down at PNC Park. And as a special event this year, Chris Jamison who is from The Voice and a Pittsburgh native, is going to be part of the proceedings. His beautiful voice and his songs are going to be part of this event. So we're super excited. Tickets on sale, of course, and we've given tickets away as the event has gone on. So uh, we're happy right now to have Chris Jamison with us. Chris, it's a first for you. Happy to be back. It's a big exclamation point for everybody. Yeah, really looking forward to it. The last time I was part of any sort of pirate game was in, I think I sang the national anthem in 2015. Um, so this will be, and it was, I think the home opener. So this will be something different and something, um, you know, obviously more geared towards faith and give me the opportunity to kind of share that part of my life, which really is my entire life now. Um, and it'll just be a lot of fun to kind of have that be, cause a lot of people like you even intro it's, you know, Chris from the voice. And so this will be an opportunity for me to, uh, just kind of share something that maybe a lot of people, don't necessarily know as much about in regards to me and uh, my my music. So, Chris, 2015, uh, seven years ago, talk to us about where you were in your life at that point, and uh, things have changed compared to now. Yeah. So, in uh, so I had finished The Voice in 2014, and um, then up until really that time that I went and sang the anthem, and even beyond that, I was just. I was local. A lot of people, it was, it was funny after the show, people would kind of see me out and they'd be like, Oh, welcome home. And in reality, you know, I've been home since the day after the finale. <laughs> so I was back <laughs> at my parents' house, uh, two days after we shot the finale in Los Angeles. So I haven't gone anywhere. Um, and I never really wanted to, I always envisioned myself staying in Pittsburgh. My, my wife and I, um, we've been dating and been together since we were, you know, 13 years old. Wow. So we kind of wanted to, you know, have a family and, and, and have it be something where we were surrounded by family as well. Um, for me, I got involved um, and currently work now full-time at a church in uh, Wexford, PA, uh, called Orchard Hill Church, and that's really where my faith has kind of uh, blossomed. I've come to, um, you know, understand more about who God is and, and who I am in Christ, um, and it's been great to grow in that way and then great to obviously use the gifts that you know god has given me to glorify him and point others towards him when you're in like the music industry a lot of the times you're on stage and you're trying to you know garner people's attention and get the eyes on yourself because you want their approval and you want them to buy your music and Mm -hmm. stuff and so uh now nothing is more um fulfilling and um nothing is better than getting to get up on a platform each weekend and sing to an audience of one with a giant group of people, um, you know, kind of deflecting the attention off myself and pointing it towards God where it should, you know, rightfully be pointed. That's fabulous. So what's that like for you, Chris? I mean, so you really paint an excellent picture of being, is your title, are you a, a worship leader? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So then you, you're making decisions then about the, you know, the flow of the worship, the songs that are produced, that are, that are sung, the whole thing. I mean, there's, you know, there's a center point there. It's a deeply creative thing as well as a, a, you know, a sort of praise of Jesus as well. So that has to be satisfying in many ways. Yeah. It's great. And then it also allows me, which is really the part that I love the most is getting to interact with the different team members that we have because we're a, 
largely, well, we're an all bit like volunteer based team across our different campuses. So I'm also a nerd in the sense of I love like the organizational aspect of things. So I get to do like a lot of the scheduling of our different team members and whatnot, but really getting to invest in their lives and learn more about who they are as people and kind of walk through different life circumstances with them. Yeah, we're there to do music, but obviously it's, it's a, you know, a, a ministry. So we're, you know, there to help other people as Orchard Hill will kind of say a lot of the times, help people find and follow Christ. So that's really what is the most fun about the job. Chris, uh, millions of people across America watched you on The Voice. Uh, my family and I, we were rooting for you heartily in uh, 2014 yeah, when you, you got all the way to the finale. Um, you were absolutely terrific. Um, obviously, Pittsburgh was behind you. North Hills in particular, my friend, behind <laughs> yeah. you. Um, you know that. Um, yeah. But that wasn't – I can't imagine the uh, – the, the flight that was from beginning to end and what that ride was like. Um, but talk about it a little bit and then talk about like kind of coming back down to earth and where you are with your music now. Yeah. Um, I, the way that I always describe it is just, it was just weird, but in a good, I mean, in a good sense, it wasn't something that I ever like anticipated being a part of or doing um, just because, you know, I've grown up in the North Hills and been local my whole life and didn't think that someone from, the North Hills could end up in LA on a, you know, TV show or whatnot. So it was definitely, um, you know, a unique experience and one that I don't think I necessarily ever anticipated. So when it came, um, I was 19 at the time and I'd never been to LA before. And so I was going out to LA for all these different auditions and performances and things like that. And it was just, it was crazy. I just didn't want to screw up the opportunity. I wanted to do everything I could to, uh, kind of keep moving forward, but I did have zero expectations along the way. It started out really as like me saying, okay, it'll be fun. You know, I can, you know, get on one episode and then tell my friends that they can watch and it'll be, you know, a cool experience. But then by the end of it, I was, like you described, it was like a whirlwind. It was, um, it kind of leading up to when the show is taped and, and goes on air and everything. It's definitely a, a process from start to finish, from the first audition I did till the very last episode, the finale, it's about a full year. Um wow. So it's a long process. Wow, I didn't know but, that, Chris. Um, wow, that is that's yeah. a really long time. How? Holy Yeah, cow. hopefully I don't get in trouble for saying that. Right? No, it's all right. We promise we'll, <laughs> keep, we'll keep it between us. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But, no, but yeah, and, and so it was a it was a whirlwind experience, but when I came back to Pittsburgh, that was really a transition period because I had um, left college to go and do the show, so I dropped out of school, and I was, again, back home after the finale, just sitting on my parents' couch, kind of looking around, being like, okay, well, now what the heck do I do with that? Do I go back to school? Do I continue in this, you know, career? A lot of people now view you as like a singer songwriter, but in reality, when you're on a TV show, like the voice, you're on a show that's like karaoke on steroids. <laughs> and so I had never really sure. written a bunch of music and never really toured or anything. So it was just a big transition phase. And during that time was when I came to Christ and started to get involved um, in the church and, and really felt um, comfort in the fact that my identity was in Christ and not in my music and my performance, which is what, you know, I had kind of identified with that my entire life. Just since growing up, I was a, I was a singer. I was a performer. Yeah. Um, so. Hmm. Um, we're talking to Chris Jamison. Uh, Chris Jamison is a worship leader here in Pittsburgh, but you'll also know him. Season seven of The Voice, who's one of the finalists, uh, made the North Hills and, of course, all of Pittsburgh proud. Speaking of original songs, Chris, um, let's take in one of the songs that you've written most recently, Be Still. 
Jameson, Faith Night is June 4th. It's a Saturday night, Saturday afternoon, I should say, Saturday evening, a 4.05 start. Tickets on sale, of course, at the pirate website, pirates.com, Pittsburgh Pirates. And uh, so, Chris, talk about that. I mean, every every person who makes a living in some way has the, the tools of the trade. And, and yours, of course, so intimate, the tools of your trade are your voice. Uh, just come through, you know, this long protracted time where people are sick like crazy, a lot of illness, of course, death with COVID. What's it like for you when you think about your voice and when you care for your voice? How does that work, you know, as taking care of and shaping your your tool, your instrument? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty uh, nerve-wracking. I've had a few instances where I have different shows or events and whatnot, and I've had to cancel them because obviously mm. I've lost my voice. And that's not, that is not the most ideal phone call to make uh, to someone that has hired you for an event uh, to entertain, you know, the people that are there. But um, I think really it's just, and I don't, to, to be completely honest with you, I probably don't do a great job of this. Like most people say, don't drink coffee before you sing or whatever, but I drink a lot of, I drink a lot of coffee. Uh, so <laughs> probably not the poster child for vocal health, um, <laughs> but at the same time, um, I think obviously just kind of being cognizant and being aware of, you know, just where you're at uh, from a health standpoint, working out and, you know, drinking a lot of water and stuff like that. But um, for a while, though, I would kind of get in a, in a mindset of just you have a lot of like even now I think about it as I have different events coming up, Faith Night being one. Like, what if I lose my voice today before Faith Night? What's going to happen? Well, you know, there's just some things that we can't worry about 
in, in life. And there's no point in me being fearful of that other than just doing all I can leading up to the event, stay healthy and, you know, praying that God allows me to make it through, um, with a clean bill of health. Fabulous. Chris, um, a lot of worship leaders start out as performers because you have to have some, you know, level of ability, um, and as John said, you know, the instrument has to work, but it's a whole different skill set, uh, to be a performer and a worship leader. So that mm-hmm. transition, was that a hard one for you? What was it like? It was very hard. Um, <laughs> it was, um, there was, and it's funny cause with now with like online church, you can kind of see, I can go back and revisit some of like the first times, like me volunteering at church and singing versus me and the role that I play now. Um, and I look like a little scared kid <laughs> whenever I first started singing, just because you're up on this platform and, and not that I was, you know, speaking or anything, but it was so close to not so close, but still kind of fresh to when I was on the voice. I was very cognizant of like, well, you know, I don't want people to by any means think that this is the, you know, Chris Jameson show or whatever, Chris from the voice singing on the stage now or whatever. Um, and so I was very kind of slow to get into, especially like the speaking aspect of, of leading the congregation in worship, whether it's through prayer or through different um, scriptural references to the songs that we're singing. It was very nerve-wracking to me because I just didn't want to say anything stupid. <laughs> and I didn't want to, um, you know, use uh, God's Word incorrectly um, and point people in a direction that, you know, uh, I didn't intend to point them. I was very careful, but I think with a lot of help from the leadership here, um, and one of my mentors here at the church, uh, Dan Shields, he's kind of given me the confidence and the, you know, the, the teaching. And then obviously our pastor as well, our senior pastor, Kurt, um, has really helped me in the process of becoming more comfortable sharing God's word. And honestly, there's a lot of comfort whenever you just speak from the Bible, because if you speak scripture, you really, you know, no one can argue, <laughs> like they can only argue with God at that point. It's not up to me. So Yeah, that's good. We're talking with Chris Jamison, talking about uh, PNC Park, the voice, his voice. So let's go back to PNC Park, Chris. I mean, uh, it's going to be a big crowd, and uh, we encourage people to go out and see the players and to hear their stories. I mean, Kath and I talk about this a lot. It's super cool, because you see the players, you know, on the field during the game, and, you know, their uniforms are on, they're, you know, doing these incredible feats of athleticism and then the game's over they come out in their street clothes and you think whoa like superman has just taken off his cape they just look like regular people and they you get to hear their face stories it's really really an interesting transformation in some ways so talk about you know how do you understand what what it's going to be like for you well how many songs will you sing any idea you know how you'll be featured and what that flow will be for you as part of the evening yeah, so I think I'm going to do probably uh, two songs, one to kind of kick off the the uh, evening uh, Faith Night program, and then one to kind of close it out. And I think somewhere in between there, I might have a few moments to kind of just share my own personal testimony of, of coming to Christ and what that looked like for me personally. But um, I think it's like, this is well where I met um, you guys at that prayer breakfast a couple weeks ago, hearing like Ben Roethlisberger and his wife talk about, you know, their faith journey. Again, seeing people that you only see on TV or in a certain uniform. And a lot of it, too, was similar to some of the people I met on The Voice, like being coached by Adam Levine and, and then having Pharrell and seeing Gwen Stefani there with, like, her kids and everything. Like, you you see these people as normal people, and you realize, oh, these these people have a dad. They have a mom. Like, they had the same—they mm-hmm. had a childhood. Like, they didn't just— 
pop out and we're instantly, you know, these famous celebrities. celebrities, Yeah. And so it's, it's, it really humanizes people and allows us to see ourselves too in them where, you know, they're not just baseball players. They're, they have families, they have lives. And for these guys, they, they, they have a strong faith. And it's um, a lot of the times too, what fuels them in their pursuit of, you know, excellence on the baseball field or, you know, in any stage that, you know, you find yourself on. Yeah, so that's good. I mean, it's the nature of being alive, right? We are right. all coming to this world. We're all going to exit this world. And mm-hmm. the, the yep. brief parentheses of where we are, um, it's good to have God. It's good to know Jesus in the midst of all this. And uh, he had the opportunity to share that with your talent. That's what it's all about. And especially for you coming up on June 4th, Chris, fabulous. We're super, super excited that you're going to be at Faith Night and uh, hope you uh, to see you down there. And uh, may your voice be bright and strong and uh, lead the crowd that evening. Yeah, thank you so much. I look forward to it. Yeah, it's our great pleasure. Chris Jamison from The Voice at Orchard Hill Church, where he is the worship leader. Faith Night, June 4th. Tickets on sale, MLB.com with the Pirates. We would suggest you get your tickets now because it promises to be a great evening. Faith Night with the Bucks on June 4th. Thanks, Chris. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted. You can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7-365, find them online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, preferred. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right, roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing It Right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction, doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure that all work is installed to the industry's highest standards, then back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI Certified Installation Contractor, you can't go wrong with Doing It Right. Mention John and Kathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made. 
at OurPCS.org. You could win $5,000 and bless an organization with $5,000 in your name when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Share your kindness with others. Go to WordFM.com to enter. That's WordFM.com. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at WordFM.com, the WordFM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Overcast skies for tonight with a thunder shower this evening, followed by periods of rain and a thunderstorm late, low 63. Mostly cloudy tomorrow with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm, high 75. Cloudy tomorrow night with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm, mainly early, the low 57. Saturday, we'll start the holiday weekend with times of clouds and sun and a shower in the area, mainly early in the day. We'll reach a high Saturday of 71. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. can't say with certainty but my thought is over these last several days there has been a lot more bible reading in mm-hmm. this country than there has been say this time last week mm-hmm. and why is that because in times of turmoil in times of cataclysmic tragedy people find comfort and strength and wisdom in god's holy word that's the bible We've been talking about the Bible these last couple of weeks because Michael Woolworth has joined us in the Bible League, and uh, this is our last moment here with the Bible League. And Michael, we always appreciate your presence here because as the eyes and ears of the Bible League, you present a very clear vision of the work that the Bible League does around the world. So it's always an honor to have you with us. Thanks for being here today. Well, it's an honor to be with you, too. Um, Thanks for being uh, such great advocates of Bible League. Your listeners have been incredibly kind to us over about 30 years of uh, a very fruitful relationship you know uh word doesn't let just anybody in the door we've been vetted and so we counted uh, a real privilege to be able to uh, engage with your listeners and so john and kath if anything the last couple of days remind us we may not have all the answers to uh, the violence uh, the crime that we see at activities like these things all the geopolitical issues around the world but if nothing else, can we be a little kinder, a little gentler with each other? Yeah. And as you say, let's go to the Word of God to gain that comfort and that perspective. And um, that's what characterizes the people we've talked about. For the last 10 days, John Kath, we have been focused on coming alongside the persecuted church around the world. Uh, people that we know by name at Bible League, now in our 84th year of ministry, these are people that live under incredible pressure simply because they believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And yet, in the midst of all of that, whether it's Africa or Asia, the Middle East or Latin America, they're focused on pointing people to Christ. We've been able to share a lot of stories as we've drilled down uh, over, again, uh, the last 10 days. Just give listeners a glimpse into different groups here and there that can benefit from your prayers and financial support. Let me give you a quick update. Um, we uh, revised our original goal because we know it's a tough time to give, uh, and we are grateful for every gift that's been given. Um, we know that with rising inflation, it costs more to fill the pump, to fill the fridge. We know that the gifts that have been given mean that you're probably sacrificing in other areas of your lives to be able to give to a campaign like this one. So we're about 60% of the way to our goal of 4,000 Bibles. We're closing in on 2,400. We have to wrap up on Sunday. That's the final day for this, and so we're incredibly uh, grateful for every gift. We need to wrap up on Sunday and to think that you can be the answer to the prayer of a persecuted believer right now, praying for a Bible 
at $5 a Bible. And again, John Kath, we've seen 2,400 answers to prayer to this point. We've got another 1,600 to go before we wrap up on Sunday. But all of that to say, a joy to be with you and to keep this before your listeners uh, one final time. What would we do, Michael, in a situation like we're experiencing? And I, you know, I, I feel like I'm living through a ton of grief. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know those kids. I didn't know those teachers. That's not mm-hmm. my community. It's not my state. It's not my part of the country. I cannot imagine what those families are going through. And that, uh, that entire group of people who live together and work together and worship mm-hmm. together and go to school together. Um, and, but, I can't imagine being able to find your way through it without having the enduring word of God to speak into it, to to show us what kind of person Jesus was, to to show the plan that God had that he would he would not leave us alone in this morass of sorrow and grief, but he would come and be a part of it. Yeah, you know, I think of Romans 8, the sufferings of this present age. I mean, that can include persecution, right? If you suffer yeah. from a chronic illness. Um, you, you you know, as you said, Kathy, you're you're empathetic. You're drawn into the story of these people that are suffering immensely right now, and we can say to ourselves, the sufferings they're not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to come, and to think that God uh, has us look forward to that time. But even the here and now, we can find um, we can find comfort. Uh, Jesus says, "I'll give you peace." It passes understanding. We'll be able to explain it, but. It will truly be there. I mean, either, when it comes to peace, it's either Jesus is lying, <laughs> he's exaggerating, or he's right on, and we know that that is uh, that is the case. John, Kath, we are part of brief. I'm part of briefings almost daily at Bible League. You know, different groups of Christians, regions that we're a part of around the world. We hear these type of stories. I mean, some of the stories that we're a part of right now. I can tell you, um, what I heard recently was a, a Nigerian Christian, a young woman, a college student, uh, was uh, accused, falsely accused of blaspheming Muhammad the prophet. And so those that opposed her beat her with planes. They set her on fire. Uh, she died from that. Same is true for about a 74-year-old man in another part of Nigeria, falsely accused of a blasphemy. He was hacked to death. Uh, in India, I can tell you a pastor that was on the receiving end of Bibles from a previous WRD Bible campaign was tied to a, a post. It was attacked by about 150 radicals. Some of those were school kids. Some of those are, are kids in school uniforms taught to hate Jesus Christ and Christians at a very year, young age. These are the things that we see every day at, uh, at Bible League. And yet, as I've traveled as the eyes and ears of this ministry and reported to, to you and to your listeners, um, people are finding the grace and the gumption to move forward. I can think of uh, John Katha, a gal in the, the uh, Middle East, a woman by the name of Nora. Her husband was killed by ISIS. This is a fairly fresh story. And one day radicals showed up. They burned down her house, uh, nearly killing her and her four daughters, the youngest of which about four years of age, maimed for life. Um, you know what her crime is? Two things. Number one, she's a born-again believer. She's living out her faith in a place where she makes up about, I don't know, one percent of the population. The other thing was she was found to be uh, educating her daughters beyond the age of eight. In that part of the world, in that system, that's a serious violation. But I can tell you, this woman has not lived the Christian life on the down low. She didn't say, look, I'm bitter, I'm resentful, I'm I'm just going to live my life, uh, you know, very quietly. She has uh, gone on to be trained uh, in Bible Leagues, Project Philip Bible Study. It's about a 12-week study. It's evangelistic in nature. People go through this all over uh, the globe and all the languages of the world, and that woman alone, with others within her small circle, have seen nearly a hundred, mostly Arabic-speaking women, come to Christ. And so that's the type of story 
that we get to share. I've had a delight over the last 10 days to share a lot of these stories. Many are painful. They're filled with tragedy, and yet in each one, there's a hope-filled element. I know in the news that we've We've heard this week. I mean, that's what we need to hear. And uh, so many of your listeners, John Cass, really heard these stories. They've taken that empathy a step further. further. They've uh, gotten involved as Bible senders. Let me thank some of those, if I may, because I think this is very fitting. Matthew of Washington. We've heard from uh, Sherry of Irwin. Thank you, Christopher from Bethel Park. Brian and Diane of Chicora. Stephanie of Butler. Wendy of New Kensington. Martin. This is Marilyn of uh, Jeanette and Linda of Allison Park. And again, we are more than halfway to our revised goal. We want to put the Bible into the hands of 4,000 persecuted believers. We have until Sunday to do that. And again, we're grateful for every gift. It's a difficult time to ask. There's a lot of messaging that's coming our way. And so I know that every gift means you're sacrificing. You're doing something to be able to make a gift like this uh, to Christians half a world away who are persecuted. But John and Kat, all that to say, again, thanks for being such a wonderful pair uh, to advocate with us. It's been a joy to share these stories and to see these numbers grow day by day. This is our final four days of our Bible League campaign. As Michael said, it ends on Sunday. So as you can see, you can hear, whether it's turmoil here in our country or abroad around the world, in the midst of all the pain and suffering that we go through in our lives, people need to hear God's Word. So won't you join us right now at 1-800-YES-WORD for the Bible League. One Bible is just $5 to send to a broken and hurting world. $5. People have joined us at the $100 level, which is 20 Bibles. In their great kindness and generosity, people have said, yeah, I can do one Bible. I can do 20 Bibles. Some people have said, I can do $500 to the Bible League or more. Uh, if you love the Bible, if you read the Bible, if you need the Bible in your own life, please, won't you be so generous and kind and pass the Bible along to someone who is in great need of the Bible right now, along with Project Philip, which is the centerpiece of the Bible League's work and their Bible study, Bible 101 learning. It's the, the necessity of understanding God's Word, understanding the sweep of the Bible in this world, and then once upon you graduate from the Project Philip uh, uh, work, you uh, change and become uh, the graduate and grab your own Bible from the Bible League. So please, the necessity is there it's right now. It's a whole now. program. It's not just hand you a book and take off. Exactly. It's investment, personal investment, person to person. 1-800-YES-WORD for the Bible League, of course, online at wordfm.com. Just click on the banner at the top of the page if you want to give online. You don't feel like making a phone call. That's no problem. Um, we would happily receive your gift online. Michael? Yeah, you know, I have a phone call with one of your uh, listeners now, and then when I have some downtime, I'll call and say, hey, thanks for the gift. Why would you give? I remember talking with John and Gail. I believe they're in Bethel Park. And Gail said, you know, as I've heard you and John and Kathy talk about these stories, um, it occurred to us, what if we were the ones in those stories? We prayed that someone, anyone would bring us a Bible. I mean, if we were new to the faith, right? Here in America, it's easy. You say, okay, I'm going to go to my local Christian bookstore, you know, selling Bibles and inspirational books. It's big business for big box retailers. But in places that we're talking about, deep in the heart of China, Tanzania, Africa, Quito, Ecuador, um, in uh, Karnataka, India, I mean, those options are not available. And so I know your listeners, they see this. They understand this is not just something to mark uh, to mark off the, uh, the, wish list of the wish list of these believers. You know, another ask, if you will, it's coming alongside people again, that are hated. They're often told, you don't matter, we don't want you here, die, and yet your gift is saying what? Very loudly and clearly, we're with you, we're for you, we're at Western PA, 
half a world away, but we understand uh, the plight of what you're going through. And so many of us know the story of Jim Elliott and Nate Saint, the others that were martyred uh, back in the 1950s in Ecuador. You know that uh, if you appreciate your English Bible, uh, the man that uh, that uh, translated that, William Tyndale, died at the stake. He simply wanted people to be able to read for themselves in English, the just shall live by faith. And so we, we know Christian persecution is nothing new, and yet uh, it's something that we're focused on uh, right now. Some, again, as I say, these stories are incredibly difficult to share. We talk about uh, you know, a young lady that's beaten by her own father, turned over to the authorities, treated as an infidel, uh, tortured, raped. Uh, beaten badly, held without food. Uh, and yet when that woman was released there in the Middle East outside of Cairo, Egypt, I like to say she did not grow bitter. She grew bold and together with others in the evangelical church have utilized materials from Bible League uh, and Bibles that your listeners have sent in previous campaigns. They've got about 300 new believers uh, affiliated with that church. And God is making good on his promise. You know, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw the nations to myself. And to think that we can step into the story for only $5 a Bible. John Kath, we're 60% of the way to our revised goal of 4,000 Bibles for the persecuted church. We know these Christians by name in all the regions we've talked about, all the stories we've uh, mentioned. The soil has been worked. These are our brothers and sisters in Christ, and they're not asking us to pray for an end of their suffering. They're praying that we'll send God's Word. I think we're going to get there. I think we'll hit this goal. There's never been a time, your listeners, if... Uh, failed to hit this in a very, very hard and powerful way. We're so grateful for every gift. Again, we're uh, 60% there. We need to wrap up on a Sunday, and you can do that at $5 a Bible. 1-800-YES-WORD for the Bible League, of course, online at wordfm.com. Michael Woolworth from the Bible League, thank you so much. 1-800-YES-WORD or wordfm.com. We'll take a quick break and regroup. More ahead here in the ride home for Pittsburgh's Christian Talk on 101.5 Word FM. That's W-O-R-D. The goal of this commercial is to show you that if you buy a new home this year without using our two advantages, you will probably have made a pretty big boo-boo financially. I learned that word from my nieces. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, and today we announced something brand new. For Word FM listeners on new home purchases this year, we will now pay $1,000 of your closing costs. And there's no gimmicks. We simply believe that home purchases are going to go up this year, and we want to excite you to use us. The second advantage is our direct lender advantage. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money within its own walls. There's no middleman, which often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. So don't make a boo-boo. Take advantage of our new $1,000 lender credit and our direct lender advantage. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Is your school a true partner in your child's education? They should be. Pittsburgh's Christian schools agree. If you're looking for a safe environment where kids can learn, challenge, and grow with highly qualified teachers who are not only caring, but accessible, where academic excellence goes hand-in-hand with character development, consider Christian education. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Portersville Christian School in Portersville, PA. Visit wordfm.com slash tuitions. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You're not required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. 
This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. I did something today that, John, I'm not kidding you. I don't think I've done. It could be 15 years. Oh, oh. <laughs> do tell. I didn't make my bed. Oh, I hate that. I hate it too. What? I got up oh, that's and not... I had a really busy day. I yeah. had a lot going on. And I got up and somebody called. Mm-hmm. And so I got distracted by the phone call. And then I went and started doing another thing. Anyway, at this point, it's now what? 5.51? Oh. I have an unmade bed. That's not good. And I, it's been bothering me throughout the show. Yeah. But then I thought, maybe while it's unmade, maybe I'll just wash my sheets. And then I was trying to figure out how long it had been since I washed my sheets. I was like, has it been two weeks? Mm-hmm. I couldn't quite remember. And then you brought up this article you found, and I thought, well, this is actually pretty good timing. Yeah. So how often should you wash your sheets? How, how often? often do you normally wash your sheets? Every two weeks. Christy? Don't judge me. All right. Probably monthly. Monthly. That's all right. We're not judging. I mean, you. everybody's got their own thing, yeah, right? That's fine. Now, I'm reading uh, from a, a, a site that I follow. It's called I love Wire the Cutter. Judge me. Yeah. Yeah. We're not judging you. Here's what they say: You should probably change your bed sheets once a week. Once a week. Holy moly! Really? They said, think about it. Oh no. You spend hours in bed every night, and your sheets collect skin flakes. Stop that! I hate this. And Here's and an assortment of bodily fluids uh, and oils. Oh, great! Then there's stuff like dust, dust mites, and if you have a cat or a dog, pet hair. Oh my god! Washing your sheets regularly rids them of that gross gunk. But just as important as how often you wash is the method that you choose oh, to use. Okay. Do it right, and you'll extend your sheets' life and ensure that they get really clean. Why only once a week? Well, they're saying that if you change your sheets, there's pretty much universal advice from the experts, including Good Housekeeping and Martha Stewart. Also recommended in five books that they consulted, Laundry by Cheryl Mendelson, Simply Clean, something called Real Simple Cleaning, Clean My Space, and Laundry Hints and Tips. If your life is busy, changing the sheets weekly might seem like a hassle. It's a task that can be quickly forgotten. But considering that you likely spend one-third of your life in bed, keeping the sheets clean is worth it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so does it have recommendations on how to how we should be cleaning them? Yes. Wash with low temps. The best way to maintain good-looking good sheets is to wash them in low-temperature cycles. Cold water is ideal. Sometimes, though, you'll need to use warmer wash cycles. In our I guide- thought we were all so dirty. There's just been this whole article saying how dirty we are, and yep. then they're saying we can wash the sheets in cold? Cold water. They said if you do it weekly. Mm-hmm. What if you're like Christy and don't do it weekly? Then you need hot water. I wash mine in hot water. Yeah. <laughs> They say don't use bleach, don't use um, fabric, fabric softener, softener. all do those chemicals while you're lying in bed. They could cause cancer. So there's just enough. Oh, good. Oh, great. Something else to be concerned a about. Dirty, cancer filled bed. <laughs> Heaven help us.
turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from The Spring House. You have a special event coming up in your life, a shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods, then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm fresh catering from the Springhouse. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of Zero right now. Get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest. Now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. What excites them the most is that their children are happy. Kara Bell, principal at Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon. When the children come into school, they love it. And oftentimes, they're super excited when they leave because they don't want to leave. You know, it's always, bye, Mrs. Bell, see you tomorrow. I mean, they're just always happy. And I think that makes parents happy. You want to see your children have a passion for education. We want them to enjoy learning. Imagine, believe, achieve Jubilee Christian School, K-7th through grade. Now enrolling for the fall at jubileecs.org. Junk sleep got you down. The sleep experts at Mattress Firm can help. Get a king bed for a queen price and save up to $500 off during the best Memorial Day sale ever. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying purchase. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Lay the Word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Okay, this is just a little crazy story. At 3.30 this past Sunday morning, two gentlemen in Iberia Parish, Louisiana, attempted to illegally haul a home by truck down their residential street Wait, without they, a permit. Wait, they stole a house. Well, I think, I'm not sure. It doesn't really go into that. It doesn't say whose the house is. Attempted to illegally haul a home by truck down their residential street without a permit or the proper equipment. Along the way, they knocked over telephone poles, tore down power lines, <laughs> hit trees and mailboxes. They Eventually, did. they got stuck, so they decided to bail on the whole scene, leaving the house blocking the road. <laughs> Apparently, nearly 700 residents were without power for several hours. Police eventually found and arrested the home's owner, Tony Dominique, 46, and his buddy Nico Camru, 32. Apparently, they had warned Dominique not to attempt this unless it were done properly. Apparently, he didn't care. 
Can you imagine moving a house? How do you move a house? Ha- First of all, without the proper, what, tools, et cetera? How do you get like, it up on a... It? I don't know. People can do things, but then you do it halfway. I feel like if you did it improperly when you got it to its new place, it wouldn't be that great of a house. What's it? I'm going to abandon this house on the street. I'm just going to walk away. Heaven help us. Home sweet home. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.